Welcome everyone to Being Experiential Podcasting. I'm here with Erin Pruitt, my lovely co-host, and I am Bethany Evans. And today we are talking about menstrual cycles and moon phases. Yay! Drip, drip, drip. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I swear you are just, Jesus. I'm just an You are, but I just like, you surprise me every time. <laughs> I think I kind of get off on it. Oh, I'm actually, and I'm on my third, third, fourth day of my period. Oh, are you? Okay. So we yes. kind of, we shifted. So we were, we were in sync, in sync. for a little while. Yeah. I'm Look, I feel like I'm right fucked now. up. So, oh, okay. It's, I had like a short cycle last, last month. Okay. That's what I think. I, when, when you, okay, hold on. Let me make sure I understand. What does a short cycle mean? Short, well, a short cycle would be, so my, the, it was, it was only like 26 days. Oh, so you had it sooner. Yeah. So I started bleeding sooner, which means the last cycle was shorter than it usually is. Cause usually it's like 28 or sometimes 29. Like it's normal to fluctuate FYI. (laughs) Yeah. No, I actually read this whole book about, um, do you know that a, like a staunch Catholic doctor is the one that invented the pill? No, he invented it to help people get pregnant to like regulate periods. And really we're not meant to not to help us. We're not meant to be like monthly. Right. It's actually, yeah. we're not monthly. Right. So Izzy and pheromones, like Izzy's, yeah. her period got knocked into a different direction, which knocked mine into mm, yeah. a different direction. And then, and then this one is not as heavy as it usually can be. Like I can get right. Like Meg, I call it the dildo, the Ulta. Have you ever seen those tampons? The dildo, yes. They're fucking huge. I don't use tampons anymore, but yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I can't, I tried the diva cup and I'm like, uh, it's like, I feel it, it like I just messed my be messy. It can be messy. Yes. And think of someone with a major flow, yeah. like no, I, I get that. lining. And I look like I just did surgery upside down on my pussy coming out of it. And I was like, <laughs> I can't do this. Like jumping on a flight and being like coming out of the stall and you have luggage. You're like, uh, I just yeah, killed a baby in there or something. Like, <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. And no, then I, I see other people that have like little periods and did it. And I'm like, Oh yeah. So cute. So my one you're friend. Adorable. <laughs> what's the ones that also, they look like diaphragms. They're disposable kind of diva cups. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't know there was disposable ones. Oh, there are. You can use oh. them for a whole day. You could have sex with them. Clearly it's I've not been a diaphragm. I'm like, right. Yeah. I was just like, I don't, I like to, I can't, Same I don't like problem. sticking anything up there anymore. Like I used to use tampons and I didn't like to use pads. And then I found the cup and then I started using the cup as I started getting more freaking woo woo and hippie. And I was like, that's yeah. all I'm using. Right. And, um, you know, trying to save the environment and all that. <laughs> and then, uh, I started not liking the feeling of having anything up there during. And so I got period panties. So I just wear, remember we were talking about this on the, yes. the ride to Palm Springs, which um, feels, it feels amazing to just free bleed into your underwear. I'm going to tell I, you. I think like, I think when I, especially when my period's really heavy, I think I might, I like that free bleed. Because yeah. I do think that might be something. Cause I do. The tampons work for me on certain days in my period and then certain days. And I can't tell you when I haven't figured it out yet. I'm like, my pussy just wants to spit it out. Yes. Like, I don't want to yeah. be there. And so well, I'm like, okay. It's kind of like when you're in labor, right? It's mm-hmm. similar feelings where when you were in labor, didn't you feel like you knew when it was time to push and like your body was just like, you need to push now. Right. Mm-hmm. Like the feeling of contract your, or 
don't know if it's contract, but like, yeah, contract your pussy to push instead of hold it in. And that's the same feelings I get sometimes when I'm on my period. Cause you know, like, especially when I have cramps and stuff and like, Mm. I just get this feeling like, Oh, I just want to push it out. (laughs) Like (laughs) I just want to push the blood out. (laughs) No, I have the same thing. Yeah. Or I wanted to be in a bathtub and I'll be like, don't come in. I'm going to look like Carrie, like, (laughs) But I always, you know, right? get, or the shower, like I just yeah. get excited that I'm like, okay, it's coming out. Yeah, I agree. It's no, a, that's free, a good point. It's a I'm in my pushing phase. Yes, you are pushing. It's, a, a, it's push a gift f- after this, Bethany. <laughs> Not for me, but maybe ask Carl. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> no, no, go ask Izzy. I mean, you pushed her out. So, or did you? I know, re- right. Yeah, you did. I had a C section. No. Oh, you did? Was, okay. I, I had, too. Uh, what the hell did I have? Pre eclampsia. Oh, okay. So, which I had no idea how dangerous it was until I had a client years later and she broke it down for me. And I was like, and then I was asking my OB, I'm like, was I, he's like, yes. Um, Why we, he took the baby out a month early. You think we do that unless there's like, and I was like, yeah, you know, I think I just (laughs) couldn't be with, it was just like, okay, whatever. Like I was serious. listening. No. Yeah. You don't want to freak yourself out even more. It's probably a protection thing on your part, right? Like probably you don't want to freak yourself out any more than you already are freaked out because like going into labor is such a surreal thing, right? Especially when you've been pregnant for nine months and then all of a sudden you're like, oh my God, I'm going to have this baby now. (laughs) Yeah. And then listening to my sisters who all had three of them had babies, my mother. And I'm like, wait, how long was yours? Wait, oh shit. Oh wait, you know, oh, try to have a natural. Don't have a natural. Get drugs. Don't. I was like, uh, so- the baby is going to determine like what happens. Like we see that all the time. I see it with every birth story. You think, you know, what's going to happen. And then the baby, it's basically whatever's right for the baby. And so the baby's basically leading it all. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. My baby did not want to come out. She thought this was bullshit. And so they were like, I don't blame her after being (laughs) in labor for two days. They're like, I think we're going to do a C-section. I'm like, you think Yeah. that sounds like a good (laughs) idea. Two days you were in labor for two days. I was in labor for like 40 just shy of two days I was yeah that's crazy. I started labor on they started me on my birthday two days later I gave birth to my child damn and she was little and didn't want to come out I got it I was like okay yeah Wait, so, what's her she wasn't yeah she wasn't fully ready but your body was ready maybe yeah. I don't know no okay. I was like oh my god what would she have been if I if she was five like five and a half pounds for a month really it's not bad no but in that's my how, family, that's how much she weighed yeah. And then okay. when you, you know how they lose weight in the hospital. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then I they like, get I, all concerned and then they make you stay there longer. No, no. They, I was concerned. <laughs> I said, I think you need to keep her. Like you could let oh. me go, but you probably <laughs> should keep her. Cause that's oh. really little. And they're like, no, yeah. no, that's not too little. And I was like, she was by the time I went home, I think she was like five pounds, two ounces. And I was like, no, oh. that's not good. That's only two ounces that she was less than her birth. Yeah. She's like five, six, five point, you know, and then I think she lost like four ounces, but I don't know. Kingston was six, four. So he was pretty small too. Yeah. But I, I had him like right at 37 weeks. Okay. So I was like that that's considered, I think the beginning of full term. Yeah. So it was kind of like, yeah. Yeah. Mine was just, I don't know what the hell, 35, 36 weeks. I don't know. Okay. Let's talk about menstruation. I know. Right. Okay. What first, before I, we we dove right into it because this is how excited we are about this conversation, yeah. but we have in our book club we mentioned it on our last podcast I believe right last week yeah <laughs> okay I'm like did we um, our new book club is starting in a couple of weeks or a few weeks like well mid May will it yeah. will launch and we're reading the book Untamed by Glennon Doyle which is 
fucking amazing. She is fabulous. We had a whole conversation last episode <laughs> about her and Abby and how much we adore them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so get the book and read along and we'll have a Facebook group just like the Pussy um, Book Club. And uh, you can request to join as long as you know you're you have the book or you know starting to read the book but even not we'll still let you in (laughs) (laughs) but it's a great great book we you can listen you can read it uh go follow glennon and abby uh back like they're just they're my new favorite couple crush i'm constantly showing them like carl look at this it's just i want you to be sweet like this and he's like baby i'm not a woman i'm like i don't care (laughs) what does that have to do with anything and he looks at me like has everything to do with everything and i'm like "Mm." our biology is just a tad different (laughs) tad i know but i want him to be i want him to be abby and i want to be glennon oh my god i I think i'm more abby than glennon i don't know i think you're more i think you're more glennon oh really (laughs) yeah okay i think maybe i'm in denial maybe Glennon is a super feeler yeah. and very emotional and is over it. I'm just over it. She's like, people like are so intrusive. They texted me today. And I'm like, oh, I know. Yes. That's, and then when they get pissed when you don't respond. You're a closet Glennon because like, I think you want to be as outward as she is about that stuff. But inside you feel all those things. Totally. Maybe, <laughs> maybe I'll have a breakthrough in that because I do want to yeah. say, listen, if I didn't respond and it's fucking important, just text me again. Right. Just say, it's important. All right. Let's Sometimes talk about menstruation. Like, yeah. I can so, get really bitchy about okay, okay. communication. <laughs> so we're continuing our conversation <laughs> with our series about breaking the shame. We're in today. We're going to talk about <laughs> breaking the shame of our menstrual cycles. And, you know, we're also going to talk about how it is connected to the moon phases. Um, this is something I'm super passionate about. And I know you have, we have, I think we probably have a lot big, different, different stories and, and, ways that we grew up when it comes to learning about our, our menstrual cycles. And it's such an important thing for women and girls and there isn't enough education out there. Your voice Uh, just changed when you started talking about this. Yeah. You're like, I I got serious, really important. It's really important guys. And I'm going to let it come through my (laughs) voice. So everyone listening, you need to know, I really think I've noticed how much more important it is to have sex education about just our own body parts and what they do, (laughs) like what they're meant to do. Um, because we can't, I don't know, we're, I'm so sick of like forcing us into this box that everyone created, whoever created that says we should be or do or feel a certain way when our bodies are clearly telling us something different. So yeah. And with that, (laughs) The first question we, we wanted to talk about was what do you feel is this, is the significance of normalizing this conversation around menstruation? So I actually butchered that question. That's fine. I wrote Everyone, the script. So she's going to butcher Bethany every question. Wrote the question <laughs> trying to read them because it's only when I can read. You my know what's so questions. funny is when I was um, writing it, I was like, I got to change my language here because I think it's good. <laughs> I like to use, I use big words sometimes that I don't even realize. <laughs> Not saying you I use little do, words. Yes, no, but but I admire that about you because I'm like I need to make it like more simple. Like stop making it complicated sometimes. Like do you have to use that word? Do you have to use significance or can you use the word important or you know something like It's funny because I feel like when I write I my word it's simpler yeah. because I my spelling sucks. But when Maybe. I talk I feel like what comes out my mouth I cannot does not come out as clearly when I'm writing. Like, I feel like I'm a little bit different. And I have the opposite. 
I'm so much better at writing. It's one of my strengths. And that's probably why I do that. And mm. I love writing. I'm like a word nerd. I've loved spelling and yeah. all of that my whole life. So that's probably why I'm then I'm the opposite. And I try to explain it. And I think I've, I sound like an idiot. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> I'm like, don't make me write this. Cause then I'm like, what is she saying? Cause I know that comma means something and I didn't put it in there. <laughs> and Erin, the way she writes, if you could see her scripts, it's like, I imagine her speaking, like she's, she writes as if she's talking. Yeah. It's so yeah. funny the way she writes. <laughs> I think it's adorable. And every time I read it, I can just hear your voice in my head while I'm reading it. <laughs> I'm sure. I don't know how to like, yeah, I don't. And especially, I think that it's the more relaxed I'm with you, the more I'm not even going to try yeah. to edit. Yeah. The more, if you get emails from me and they're perfect, that means I'm scared of you. <laughs> I'm intimidated. Like it means something else. It doesn't mean you and I are bonding on a very chill level. That's so be. Erin and I are super chill because she doesn't even give me like, Hey, it's just no. a go straight to the point And it's a one sentence email. <laughs> what do you think of this question mark? <laughs> <laughs> I think I was talking to someone that was an Aquarius. I'm like, oh, good, thank God. All right. We don't I just, yeah, care. I'm like, I don't care. I'm like, whatever. That's just Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So okay. what do you think needs to be normalized around menstruation? Well, one of the biggest things for me that, that was a real game changer was when I started tracking my cycle um, mm-hmm. and I you know, read a couple books that I'll mention that really helped me get more Mm -hmm. clear about each phase was first learning there's four different phases second learning there's a masculine uh half and there's a feminine Mm -hmm. half right so you're going to be expressing different types of energy during half you know and then also within each phase there's specific energies that you're meant to utilize so Mm -hmm. when you're on your period you're not necessarily meant to be forcing yourself to do a bunch of physical stuff and especially Mm -hmm. I mean like maybe some people can I'm not saying this is like universal because maybe there are some people who have a lot of energy during that phase. Yeah. I know for me specifically, um, and, and this is just like in general in my life, I've noticed my journey is like not going against what my body's telling me to do. So that was, I think the biggest thing for me. So don't, and because this is what creates the shame, right? We're talking about shame, breaking the shame. Mm-hmm. We yeah. then shame ourselves for not having the same energy we did when we were in our ovulation phase or our pre-ovulation phase, which is yeah. our masculine phase, you know, totally. Half. So that to me, I think is the, one of the significances of normalizing it. <clears throat> what about you? I was you? looking, trying to see if I could look at what men, cause I don't like that. It starts with men menstruation. I know. Right. I never I noticed like, that <laughs> menstruation, but of course I'm like, am I spelling? Let's get right? feminist now. Right. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, please. Okay. Um, with me, what I think is it's all over the place of what um, I would like to see normalized is the phases. And I think also like the beauty of it. Like when we talk about like having children, like, okay, let's say I talk about sex. Mm-hmm. It's really kind of gross in some ways, right? Yeah. Like the guy <laughs> shoots out goo into your cervix, right? Or your, what the fuck, vagina. And then like the the humping, right? Yeah. It's all sweaty, body yeah. slapping. <laughs> we get wet. They get wet if it's good all as well. And, but when Stain your sheets talk, and all of that. Yeah. Yeah. But when we talk about sex, it's like, oh, this or that. Like it has a, either a yummy or a naughty, but it doesn't have like 
how many times have you talked about sex in the last three months? Mm -hmm. And someone's like, yeah, it's really kind of messy and gross. I get so turned off if guys are like that. Cause you know how some guys are like that with some things like say, maybe like, I always ask, are you willing to have period sex, right? (laughs) Well, you have sex with me on my period. And their response is an indication to me whether I want to have sex with them or not. (laughs) Totally. And so to me, periods, yes, they're messy. Yes. There's blood, but it's not gross. So for me, what I would like to shift is it's my, it has mess to it. We have to yeah. put this up in the book club too. Like we yeah. have to integrate the menstruation and the, cause they, we talk about it's wild and messy, mm-hmm. but it's not gross. And to me, yeah. what I want to take away is the grossness yeah. and instead put in, I don't care if real, like I don't like last night when Carl and I had sex, it was messy. Cause I'm on my period. <laughs> and I, sometimes I tell him like, don't look down. You're going to look like you're dicks got massacred like just look go wash it quickly before don't look at it don't look at it (laughs) and i even say like don't look and he's like what he's like oh and i'm like yeah because you think it got like blood comes out of us in other ways and like some people have had traumatic experiences with blood whether they like cut themselves really bad or broke a bone or you know whatever so i get that like if there's trauma attached to it Yes. Well, and men have their, um, their brains are super visual. So when you think yes, of, yeah. because they're, <clears throat> we'll just be simplified hunters. So yeah. when he looks down at his cock, he doesn't see like, oh, I just had sex with someone who is on a period. He's like, oh my God, someone fucking cut my cock. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and I, that's all mental though, too. That can also be overcome. Like if you really wanted to work on that, that's not just all yeah. a mental thing. So we should know? just have sex a lot and I'll just have him keep. Yeah, I'll take just, pictures. It's, they just stare yes. at it and be like, "This is good. This Drink is good." It. Yes, it's it's the exposure therapy or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> Maybe this could be your nudes. This could be a caveat. You're gonna add this, amend your next class, and be like, "Yeah, we also have exposure therapy <laughs> to offer to your partners." <laughs> so if they're going down and they come up all bloody. Look, don't worry. We're gonna take pictures. They're gonna stare at their faces. I know some men who like get off on that shit. So oh, there right. are some men who like it. I mean. <laughs> Yeah, those are the unicorns, I would love, right? yeah. When it comes to <laughs> period, I'm not that, the first day or two, I am like usually not interested in sex Yeah, because my fucking ovaries are throbbing. Oh, totally. Everything yeah. is pushing out, like you've said. Mm-hmm. After that, it could be anything. I could want it. I could not want it. Like I, Carl could not predict what the hell I would want, probably. But when I'm I done mean, with my period, usually by then I'm like, especially if we haven't had sex that then I'll be like, mm-hmm. run. Like, yeah. Right. No, I've noticed that about myself too. It's first two days. I'm not I'm at a commission. I just want to be with myself. Don't touch me. Don't want well, a partner. Yeah. So it's not like it's, <laughs> it's been a while, but yeah. I'm like, nobody get a, get away from me. I just want to like curl up in bed and hibernate. Mm, yeah. And you've taught me to try to like, it's hard with exercise. Cause yeah. For me, I, I have these classes where I, if I don't show up, I you lose a class. For me, if, so yeah, I was going to say, I lose a class. Like I buy a package. Yeah. yeah. You get charged. I lose a class if I don't show up. Yeah. So <laughs> I'll go to it, but I have to tell myself, just relax. Don't, mm-hmm. don't try to kill it. Just don't push try yourself. to like, uh, just do it as best as you can. Yeah. And go from there. And then I think I actually like last cycle, I think I did can't, like I was supposed to go walking and I can't, I just, I, what I notice is as much as I can, is I put my body's needs before anything else. Yeah. 
Yes. And that's a shift sometimes because I can have a, just do it anyways. Like exactly. grin and bear it. And that's where the shame comes from. Yeah. You know, because we feel like if we're not this, because again, we live in a patriarchal mm-hmm. society, which is very masculine driven and mm-hmm. masculine energy has consistent energy. Like that's one of their strengths is they can have consistency within their energy. Whereas we fluctuate so much and that while we may see it as a weakness, it is actually our strength. Mm-hmm. And I think that shifting that conversation around it, you know, like stop trying to be masculine when we're feminine, <laughs> you know, yeah. but cause we do have masculine, like I said, we have masculine phases, utilize that energy and then learn how to love the feminine and not be ashamed when you can't push yourself as much during those yeah. times. Which is yeah. probably, I mean, let it, let's be honest. I think that's what COVID was about. Like, look at our planet right? came back to life when we all were sitting in the, in the feminine of receiving mm-hmm. and not doing and yeah. dominating destroying. and yeah. Destroying the planet. <laughs> okay. So I looked at the word menstruation. Okay. Um, and let's see, does it tell you what word? Okay. I don't know if it'll say Latin. Sometimes I like to see, um, it's the periodic discharge of blood and mucosal tissue Mm -hmm. from the uterus occurring approximately monthly from puberty to menopause in non-pregnant women and females of other primate species. (laughs) Primate species. Yep period of menstruating so yeah because it's your lining like your the walls of your the lining of your uh vagina i guess is right we determined we determined at dinner the other night (laughs) 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 that i was wrong and in my (laughs) i was definitely wrong with what i said oh the the vagina is the canal right the the the, i don't want to say yes canal the tube the tube that is in, you know, where you get insert a penis or whatever, yeah. a tampon, a cup, your fingers, whatever. The vulva is the outside, the whole outside. Yes. Of it. yes. The lips. The lips and, but everything, the clips. <laughs> this is, isn't this funny? This, we're actually talking the way we write. I'm like, the tube, <laughs> the lips. You're like coming up like all the exact I'm words. I'm saying sentences yeah. and you're Well, saying- remember we had that, Bethany and I went out last week and we ran into some friends mm-hmm. who had, the brother with him. And remember he was talking about a woman who he's like, you know, when you have sex, cause I, I have all my parts still. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, but when a woman has That's hysterectomy, right. yeah. you know, you'll never bang into something again. And you <laughs> and I are like, just, what? I was like, oh my God, I never even thought about that. That was something I literally I never know, thought about. I was like, it, oh, you don't. And he's like, no, you don't like it's, it's There's no black ending. hole. It's like, he's like, it's, it's just something and I was like at first oh I was like God. is he being insulting and he was like no you just no. never have that dis- I think he was trying to say you never have that discomfort if, if that yes. is something that happens mm-hmm. you won't have it and I was like oh and I think right. all of us females at the table were like because well, we all have our cervixes so we never thought about it yeah. but we well uh what I was gonna say because the cervix is very sensitive so when it hits when when the penis hits it it either hurts or it feels good, you know, depending on how sensitive you are. If you like pain, I don't know. Like, (laughs) I think sometimes I like it sometimes. And I do it. I'll tell Carl. Yeah. Sometimes I'm like, Oh my God, if I didn't know better, I would think you just grew totally like wider, longer. And then sometimes I'm like, and it's, and positions can also affect 
But that, during our cycle, we also change like it because when what's actually happening when we're having like the cramps during our uh, period is our uterus is growing. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know how many times size, we'll have to look that up, but like, it, it's like so many times its size. So that's why we get cramps. And so that's obviously pushing then the cervix down closer. So if during probably uh, pre-menstruation and menstruation is when you're, it's closer and you can probably feel it more, you know? And yeah. There's times where we're, uh, I don't remember exactly which cycle it is or phase, but um, where you can handle more pain. Like physically, is there a just... tightening that happens? Because sometimes I feel tighter than other times, and it could well, be just wet too, maybe, right? Like I get that. Yes. No, that probably it could be the yeah dryness. Um, because during each phase, you also have different types of lubrication, and that's again to alert you to what phase you're in. You know, there's our body's very smart, so it's telling yeah. you like you know when you're wet and and watery, it's like that's what helps the um the eggs come out. I think it helps yeah. like, move the eggs through. So that's when you know you're ovulating. So obviously when you're bleeding, you know that, but <laughs> <laughs> if you don't, then there's a problem, but then there's different types of, uh, yeah. Discharge that comes out, which is normal and not gross. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Izzy and I are definitely <laughs> talking. She she told me the other day and I'm like, almost want to whisper. She doesn't hear this. She does not listen to the podcast. Not because she can't just because she doesn't give a shit. Um, <laughs> well, she's a teenager. <laughs> yeah. And she was like, you didn't tell me about discharge. And I was like, mm. I didn't. And then I'm like, listen, if I didn't tell you something, you know me, it's not because I didn't want you to know. I just yeah. fucked up. I just forgot, forgot about something. <laughs> so like, I feel like that it would be nice if there was a cheat sheet. Exactly. Because again, a cheat sheet for like ages, like yeah, pre-puberty, puberty. Mm-hmm. So I think you should come up with that. Oh, and I then should. when you, your <laughs> pussy, like here's things that yeah. is most common. Here's the body looks like. Yeah. Here's what people want to know. I need to work with someone who does, is in like the medical field for this mm-hmm. because I'm so like, again, I don't want to do all the research. So I'd rather just like- <laughs> Do the graphics. Uh, yeah, I'll do, I'll the, do graphics. the graphics and the energy work, and you do the physical, like you know. No, yeah, because I do think there's certain things that I'm always like, I feel like, oh wow, I didn't know that. Like, exactly. it's still a mystery. Like, I think with our pussies and our menstruation, and there's so much, you know. Um, like I was looking at the vaccine, yeah, and they were like, oh, they took the Johnson and Johnson off because mm-hmm. of strokes. And they're like, uh, you know that it's like. 30 times more likely to get a stroke from the pill than it is from the vaccine. And they're like, what that means is America fucking doesn't care about their women. Mm. Like, and I think there's a really valid. And then the women are not caring about themselves. Like if they're taking it, you know what I mean? Yeah. But who has the power? This is where I'm going to be like, who has the money and the power? I don't know. One pharmaceutical company owned by a female started by a female. Well, that is a great point. Yes. So when I look at that and then lack of education, transparency now. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. People are like, well, who got tested for this? Oh, wait, you didn't test African-Americans? Oh, wait, you didn't test uh, women, uh, men and women with autoimmune right. issues? Like, okay. That's right. just not, uh, yeah, very safe. So I think, like, I'm just kind of like, mm, I think it's still one of the seven wonders. It's the eighth wonder that it is. is still being discovered. But, you know, and maybe it's meant to be like that throughout our life, like us discovering it because it probably changes along with us, right? Sensations change. And, and that's the thing I love about the menstrual cycle too, is we can be a different person in each phase and have different sensations, have different types of orgasms, or just like, 
you know, like I said, different energy that during each phase. So maybe we're just meant to continuously rediscover who we are through our pussy every, you know, as we get older, who knows? No. Yeah. It's, it's <clears throat> an evolution, but I still would like it to be more honored and sacred. Oh, in me too. The world of medicine. Then absolutely. It currently I believe. Yeah, is. exactly. Because you know, full well that Viagra, you know, they even say like certain, there's certain research that certain things when it pertain, men are involved in the research, it gets researched more, more money gets thrown at it than when women are the main focus, when men are the main focus or when it's equal. So, mm. all right. That's my little feminist rant because I think it's all bullshit. Um, <laughs> okay. Tell me about your experience. Your first my, experience with your. It was embarrassing. Your fem- because how do we call it? Femstration. Femstration. Oh my God. <gasps> I gift my word to you. Thank you so much. Cause I'm so going to use it in my posts now, oh, um, but I will, I will oh, tag yeah. you though and, and give you credit. Perfect. One time credit and it's yours. Okay. Unless cool. you, you know, put on merch and then I want, <gasps> that is merch. I mean, we still, why we are we talking have- about this publicly? Someone's going to steal it. If you steal it, we're coming after you. It has been noted. You heard it here first. Yeah. Copyright. <laughs> Femstration. It probably already exists. We should probably look it up. It probably already exists. Okay. <laughs> we'll look it up after. Um, this will be like the one episode we edit. <laughs> totally. We're like, we can't post that. Let's get the copyright. Okay, now we'll post yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> now we'll post it. Okay. Okay. So my first experience, I was living with my dad at the time. So my dad, my parents were divorced and um my mom was remarried. And because I wanted to go to a certain school, I don't remember why I lived with my dad, but so the first time it happened, I bled through like, and I was sitting in his car and I like bled through onto his seat. I think he had a towel. How old were you? I want to say it was like 13. Okay. Yeah. Um, 12 or 13. I can't remember exactly. I want to say 13 though. And so then he, he was like the one who bought me my first tampons and like had to explain, you know, every, Did like, you start with tampons me. right away or pads? He gave me tampons right away. That's probably why I use tampons. I don't know if that's uh, just like what he, yeah, I don't know. He's a man. So he probably just is like, I know women. This is what they right? use. Yeah. <laughs> the equivalent to a penis. I don't know what yeah. the men are looking for phallic things. Who knows? Um, and, and I never had that conversation with my mom, which I'm actually like, I've, I kind of think back about it and yeah, it was one of those things where I think she was going through a lot in her life at that time. And we weren't as close. We didn't like, you know, kind of, grew apart as I got older and I never got taught about any of that through my mom. It was all, it was just like my dad. And then I just kind of figured it out myself from there. Mm. So that was my first experience. <laughs> yeah. Total opposite of mine. Yeah. I assumed. <laughs> well, and it's funny cause I went to a Catholic school. So like, yeah. um, they're not exactly wielding the knowledge out in the eighties. No. So I went, I had cramps. And I remember having cramps the night before and I was like, my stomach hurts. And my, I'm the third daughter, but I don't know if she, I don't recall my mom saying, or my dad saying anything like, could it be your period? Mm. And so I went to school the next day and sometime before lunch, cause it would be lunch and then recess. So I went to school that it wasn't middle school. So private school that you're playing with the like first graders, seventh grader, eighth graders, they're all like in the same fucking mm-hmm. recess thing. And I was like, go to the bathroom. And I was like, oh my God. And it wasn't drip. It was flow. It was like, mm. came through. Cause I wore underwear shorts and then you have to wear a skirt. So in my household, <laughs> my dad would not allow us to leave the house without on. shorts under our skirts. Cause yeah. good dad. 
Yeah. <laughs> Running around. Like my dad yeah. would flip our skirt and be like, get some shorts on. Like, <laughs> and I think it was just total efficiency with five kids, four yeah. of which were girls. Yeah. He'd be like, Da-da-da. no, that shirt's see-through. Get to like, you know, as we were coming into puberty and my brother, mm-hmm. like, no, blah, 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 blah. Like, did you shower? I just remember my brother. It was never really around what he was showing because it didn't show anything. You're right. But it was his constant Hygiene. body odor. Yeah. My dad would be like, have you showered, James? <laughs> what the hell? And uh, my, and with us, it was always around like what you're wearing. The skirts. Yeah. The yeah. damn freaking skirts. I think my dad, when they voted, can, like, do you think we should let the girls wear pants? But it's like, yes, let yeah. the fucking girls wear pants. Like, I'm over this. <laughs> I know. So I go, my mom at the time was our PE teacher. So, oh, know, really? Talk, yeah. That's awesome. Didn't have a degree, right? This is 80s Catholic school. So my mom <laughs> is the PE teacher. So I go to my mom and I'm like, and I have a sweater around my waist. Yeah. I started mom. I got my period. I was in pain. I was embarrassed. I was scared to sit anywhere. Mm. Cause I was like, I'm going to leave a mark. Like yeah. I am going to mark whatever my ass touches. Exactly. Do you remember like perching on the edge of a chair? So you wouldn't. Yes. yes. <laughs> in school. Dude, I remember. I and I had only- like probably a nun as a teacher, which I was yeah. convinced by didn't ever get their period. Right. <laughs> God took it away when you decided yeah. to be Jesus's bride for God's sake. Right. What were you going to say? I was going to say, I think I only bled through one time at school, like one or two times, like, you know, where to where I had like change my shorts or whatever, like wrap a thing around my, again, like I was, I kind of like learned, like you just don't talk about it or like, you just like pretend like it's not there. And I don't know, was like never the blood. I probably bleed through at least four times a year. Dang, I still like I'll be like, cause mine comes like in like, it comes and then it like flows. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't like to take out the tampon until like, like, I don't want to take out a dry tampon. That's like, Oh, it's it scratching hurts. on a wall. So Oof. I'm always like, no, maybe I push it a little bit. Yeah. So my mom took me home, took Advil. I was like, looked at her like, what the fuck? How did you not know? And she, and I think <laughs> I remember being like, I can't believe I didn't think period. Mm. I was like, I can't believe you didn't think period. Yeah. But I think when your child hasn't reached that yet, and it's almost like when you're a parent, you like don't want your kids to grow up in a sense. Like, you know what I mean? It's like hard to see them change sometimes. And so it's one of those things where like, oh, oh, guess, you know, like you just like, you're so in it. You just don't realize like, oh yeah, I guess they're moving on to that phase now. (laughs) Yeah. And the harder part, I think, well, that was part of tricky. And then the other thing was, so with Izzy, she's in water polo and a swimmer. So for her, she had only had her period for a few months before, and same thing happened to me. First time I used tampons, we were camping. And if you want to go in the water, like, and if you have periods, like the women in my family have, they're heavy. You're not mm-hmm. going to just like, some people are like, oh, you just spat a little, just go to the water. I'm like, no, we don't. You will, jaws will come. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I remember like Izzy had this, we had the same experience that we had mm. barely had our period. We were camping in the same, it's a family uh, camp spot. And I looked at her and I was like, if you have your period, you might have, we might have to get tampons. Mm -hmm. And I just, I, and I had to do the same thing. And the difference was interesting is that um, I leaned on my mom for the information with tampons where Izzy had two girlfriends there that were older, my friend's daughters. And they were like, we, I'm like, she's like, no, I want to, I'll have them show me. And so my, I was kind of like, you don't want me to help you. And she's like, no, all right, (laughs) that's fine. (laughs) But I remember my sister-in-law was like the queen because she, when she got her period, she still lived with us. 
She brought her like five different tampons. I still to this day have like four different things of pads. I'm pretty sure oh you bought a hundred dollars worth of supplies Dang. that we're still living off of three years later. That's awesome. <laughs> and I was like, what kind of pad? This is like when I gave birth. She's like, you never know. Whatever makes her comfortable. I'm like, baby Jesus. Like this yeah. is at night. Those process. are important. Like at night I would wear pads or um, like, that's where I wear my thickest period panties right <laughs> are <laughs> they cute panties you know you're gonna they are. Post, you're just gonna have to throw them on your bed and just show okay or do a picture because you know you I took a picture of myself actually in one because I really like them it's like a high-waisted one and they're pretty cute like they make them fashionable yeah they're pretty cute they're not and they have different types you know like sports and you know like a sporty one or a hip hugger or a high-waisted or a thong whatever so there's different types I want you think the thong works well, thong? it's for light. Yeah, I have two thongs light. and I only wear them on like my last day or something, you know? Oh, okay. So I don't, there's no way I would wear the thong. Uh, on the yeah. first day. Absolutely not. <laughs> you know, our podcast needs to get big because we could just be endorsed for like three things right there. Yeah, like for sure. Fuck. Thinks. That's where I, I is it show she thinks. I think it's, I think it's she thinks. Yeah. I think you should definitely post that as a. I will I, post I think, it. After this, actually, look, I'm going to do it right now on my stories. Okay. Because <laughs> I think that having choices is, and there's more options coming out every yeah. year and just letting, because I think we need different things for our body. What I need, what you need is so different and yeah. Yeah. So no. um, I'm okay. hoping it's just the beginning. Me too. I, I, I feel we, I, I see so much progress in, in our world in general, you know? Mm-hmm. So I, I see that we will get there. It just may take a little longer than we want, but which is why well, it's important. It's keep, already taken too long. Well, we all, that's why we need to keep having the conversations. Don't stop talking about it. Don't be afraid to talk about it. Uh, yeah. it, it can be uncomfortable, but don't be afraid basically. Okay. Not as uncomfortable as wearing the wrong sh- freaking <laughs> tampon when you want to wear a diva, that's true diva cup uh okay so next i want to ask you um what was the thing your mom you kind of alluded a little bit Mm -hmm. around not talking to your mom but like yeah have you guys ever compared stories like your mom you no so not that i can remember it's it's you know i have a lot of like i know we've talked about I've been through a lot of trauma in my childhood and yes, with my dad, I think, I don't know if I've shared, you know, my dad was an addict. Um, so he's recover, he's a recover, recovering mm-hmm. addict. He was in and out of my life cause he was in jail. Um, so my mom was a single mom to three kids. She was married three different times. So there was a lot of instability in my life. And so my mom was also going through her own healing. I realize mm-hmm. that now. Right. So there was a lot of times where I felt like she wasn't very supportive or she was kind of absent or didn't necessarily know how to deal with being a parent and then also healing at the same time. So, you know, we're close on a surface level, but when it comes to like real things, like maybe we could talk about it, but she, there's like, there's shame. Definitely. I see from her. Like one time I asked her, I was like, I really want to go do this. Um, it was before I'd ever done a V steam. I was like, I really want to go do a V steam. Would you go with me? And she's like, no, I wouldn't do that. Like she, that's like the, the energy I get from her. Like, no, that's weird. And gross. Why would yeah. I want to do that with my daughter kind of stuff? And I'm like, okay. So I just kind of stop. like, to me, that's like, 
I'm not going to try to have those conversations with her if that's the response I'm going to get, because then I'll just feel rejected, you know, yeah. or like not comfortable. So I have these conversations with my girlfriends. <laughs> yeah, no, because I think you and I, you've met my mom. So, you know, and I, you and I've had very yeah. different exposures. I think my mm-hmm. mom, she grew up, her mom like douched. Almost Ugh, like that's not a good, hungry. that's not a good thing to do. Yeah, to no Don't do that. <laughs> Self-cleaning oven. That's yes. All I don't oven. do it. Don't do that. We're not endorsing douching. So, and I don't even know if my mom did it. Probably my grandma probably told her to do it at times, but I remember my mom being, it was funny because my mom had so many insecurities about being a woman or sexuality mm. period, all that. But she also, I think because she would speak to, I'm learning to overcome these insecurities gotcha. that, she even to this day is like, I don't know how the fuck you ladies, like, I don't know how my daughters are so like, because she, no power, because she normalized the vulnerability of, I don't know everything and I don't know, but I'm working on it. So that allows then you guys to then pick up from there, you know? Yeah. And, and I think that if you walk all, like if I walk into a room with my mom looking in the mirror, she's fretting. She's posing. She's like trying to get herself in a, and I'm looking around like, is she doing this? Oh no. She's just doing this for herself. Like I'm Mm -hmm. so confused Yeah. where I walk in like a freaking truck driver (laughs) owning space and not caring if I'm being sexy or not. Like, yeah, um, it was, yeah. Like I, I think for me, I'm so surprised by the story of what she how she grew up and how different it is for me. And I think being with women where, you know, my mom was insecure, but she was a very strong personality. Like my mom ran the house in many ways. They, my parents were a team, but my dad was a firefighter. So he was gone. And yeah, so I sense us. Uh, so I think we were empowered by like female empowerment. And yeah. so we also commanded like our bodies, like, okay, I like my body. I like sex. I like this. And so, um, and then, but then again, I look, I talked to Izzy and she's like horrified by some of the stuff I grew up. She's like, what? You guys (laughs) tolerated that? I know. Oh my gosh. And I'm just like, okay, so we did the best we could. You should have seen the 80s. It was somewhat of a fucking miracle we turned out. For for the generation that's coming, that's like, oh my God, I can't believe you guys did this and this and this or allowed this and this. It's like, they don't understand. Like, that's what we grew up in. So we didn't know any better until now. So it's almost like, hello, kids. Like, you know, we're we're doing it now, but you got to like, this is where like, I feel like cancel culture comes from. It's like, you Mm -hmm. can't cancel the past. Like, that shit happened. Like, we have to acknowledge it and then just move forward from it. But we can't look at it and just condemn it. Mm-hmm. And especially sometimes, you know, like that shit is what grew certain people to become who they were, who are actually helping the planet in amazing ways and helping humanity. So, you know, there's always a flip side to it too. Yeah. But I think it's I, so funny yeah. when they're like, I can't believe you guys did that. <laughs> I'm like, what are we I supposed to do? <laughs> And I think for me, what I realized too, like certain things did not really even become a conversation until like our parents' generation, maybe our, it's like menopause. Like I remember my mom, like talking to my grandmothers and they were like, that was not even a thing. Like (laughs) we didn't even talk about it with each other in hushed 
tones, let alone like at least my mom's generation began to talk about it. And now yeah. it is like you, most people know what it is. They have a sense of it. Yeah. Um, and it's still and a mystery like, though. What? For me, it's still a mystery to people. I think, you know, the menopause and yeah, just, yeah, that's something and that more education would be helpful. We'll call it femopause. Let's call it pause. Thank you. Everything. Yeah, no, correct me. Femopause. Menstruation. Femopause. I need to like write that down so I don't forget. I'm like correcting myself when I notice myself saying things like, so I bought a, a penis necklace. Did you see it? I posted it on Instagram. No. On my stories. Okay. So I bought a penis necklace and I was like, I wish I had the balls. And I was like, wait a minute. I don't want to say balls because I want to say, I wish I had the pussy to like wear it out in public, but I just don't yet because, you know, I don't want to get those like looks. What, what you like, why do you want to wear a penis necklace? Help me here. Oh, just because <laughs> like, I think it's fucking hilarious. I just okay. think it's, so if you I know. Find a, if I find a uh, vagina necklace or a clit necklace. I bought one of those too. <laughs> and then can you wear them together? I would. Yeah. I was wearing the earring and the earrings and the, um, the necklace at the same time. So oh. the earrings, I would actually see the the earrings I would actually wear because I feel like they, you like people, you look at them at first glance, you wouldn't necessarily be able to tell what they are. <laughs> and then you got someone going, are they? Is that right? Exactly. Okay. Oh. I kind of like that. But again, I'm working up to having the pussy, you know, to, uh, wear it out in public i will but it's just not like just not yet yeah I, we in our family we call it the ovaries do you have the ovaries the to ovaries do that there. that's the good no because essentially that's what the balls yeah. turned into that's like and then or whatever yeah, it is just, i just taught everyone at my gym yesterday about ball sack yeah. i said listen it's just being a ball sack about it and they right. like all these women that are freaking younger than me because like i don't know how the hell i end up at a gym with a bunch of fucking <laughs> 20 30 year olds but i have <laughs> Um, and they're like ball sack. And I'm thinking like, hello, don't you know I, what a ball sack does? When you I am not it? trending any new information here. I'm pretty sure. So no. they were like, what do you mean? And I was like, well, a pussy could do a lot of shit. And I was like, vagina. Look, I'm gonna say pussy. Yeah. And then, and a ball sack and the whole thing. Exactly. So, so yeah. I, so I start to correct myself when I notice myself using that outdated kind of language, you know? And so the, correct me if you hear me say that. So femstration femipause <laughs> yes <laughs> woo, woo, woo. um okay okay so if you well so we are kind of already t- touched on like you know how we're both moms mm-hmm. and I kind of wanted to hear from you like you already shared a little bit right about like how did that change when you were teaching Izzy about hers like change your mm-hmm. relationship to yours or like how being a mother to a daughter maybe changed like I, it, it changed. Well, some ways I noticed I was a big advocate because so Izzy's father, mm-hmm. for those who were listening for the first time, he's, uh, he, he's dead. So <laughs> I, when I talk about him in the past, it's because he's no longer alive. Yeah. Um, we, he was a health teacher. Oh, that's and right. So sometimes I found myself butting heads with him. Like he thought you were sick. He was like, Oh, you're supposed to clean the vagina. I'm like, no, and he's like, well, you know, with soap. And I'm like, no, would you stick no. your finger up your urethra? And he's like, that would hurt. Like, that's what you're doing. And he was like, like we had to like text nurse friends to, <laughs> cause I was like, I swear to God, you're going to hurt her. And so we're arguing over <laughs> that, that and he's like, well, don't you clean the butt crack? Like we're like, <laughs> well, yes, you clean the butt crack. <laughs> which, and anyone that's like, Ew, like parents think this, they just might not always say like, how do I, what? cause then 
you know, he's cleaning his daughter and it's like, I don't want to be, oh, yeah. when I was a I'm not being teacher, pervy. I'm just trying to fucking yes. make sure my kids. When I was a preschool teacher, we had to, you have to do the wipe from top to bottom. So you don't wipe poop into yes. the, the urethra or, yeah. you know, the whatever is it? Yeah. The, yeah. Cause it could give you, it can cause yeast infections and, uh, UTIs, um, on the pussy. So, and, so, and a lot of kid little ones are super sensitive exactly to that. Stuff. And you're already using wipes on them too. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know, which cause rashes and things like that sometimes too. So, and he wasn't circumcised. So he mm. had, so his mom was from Australia. And so, um, he knew that he, he had to pull back the skin clean. So he, yeah. like, we had many conversations. So I found myself advocating for her in some ways, like, no, 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 you don't do that. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. And, mm-hmm. and we would also use, Chris was really big about using language. Like, I'm not going to say down there, we're going to say vagina. Yeah. You say penis. Right. Um, which, you know, is, can be embarrassing. Cause you know, you have a three-year-old pointing to an old man going, does he have a penis or does he have a vagina? And you're like, usually it's charming though. Like an old yeah. person, like if I was an old person and someone was pointing at me and saying that I would laugh and be like, I have a vagina. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And she was totally like that yeah. kid. That was like, I love it. I think it's so cute. Like it, yeah. And, and so we, yeah, it was pretty liberating. Um, and I think when Chris died, I had to kind of hold the fort because it's nice to have a man yeah. who is super empowered by it and wants his daughter to be empowered. So, you yeah. mean, Chris talked every year to at least 150 kids about mm-hmm. sex and, and there, and, body parts and so for him it was like he wasn't dr ruth but he was heading that direction yeah yeah (laughs) and so it was really empowering Mm -hmm. and for me i like wanted to keep that alive yeah for izzy and then it's funny because you're empowered and then when you but then they turn to be a teenager and they're like shut up now (laughs) i don't want you to say that and you're like wait Wait, so what? I, like be empowered mom, but just don't talk out loud about it. And I'm right. like, don't okay. embarrass me. God. So I'm always surprised by what she's like, is good with not good with. I'm like, Oh Lord, are you whatever? And I'm like, listen, <laughs> if I talk about my own pussy, then I can talk about whatever I want. She's You're like, fine. Me. And, yeah. And the only thing probably cutting edge I brought to the table is I say pussy now because yeah. the book club so she'll be like, don't talk about my pussy. You can talk about your pussy. And I feel like Carlson here from Minnesota going, dear Jesus. Like, I know, right? <laughs> does everyone have to say pussy? Well, my son just discovered the word pussy because like, okay, he plays video games like with other people. And like, so it's like older men, right? Sometimes and, and boys are older than him because he's only seven. And, uh, you know, so they call each other pussy and whatnot, you know, which is oh. what we're trying to break. Um, and so now he just says it randomly, you know, and like... <laughs> you're a kid and you learn like words, you know, that you're not, you know, you're not supposed to say. And so around me, he is like the only space he feels comfortable to say cuss words and like pussy and penis. And like, he just likes to make jokes about it. And I'm just like, Oh my God, I don't even stop him. I just like laugh. I'm just like, (laughs) (laughs) at least we're normalizing the word. I don't know. (laughs) One of our listeners, um, was listening to the pussy, uh, book and she has a little one. I think he's like six and he, she had on her phone. I think she had earbuds in listening and unbeknownst to her. He's like sounding out. He's like, uh, uh, 
E. Oh my God. And then he's like, mom. <laughs> and she texted. She's like, well, I know my son can read. Cause he sounded out pussy. He's like pussy. <laughs> Am I saying that right? Like, yeah. He was like, oh my gosh. It's like, I love it. And I love it because for me, the more we speak and talk, like it liberates everyone, you yeah. know, like mm-hmm. I was just in a conversation with my mom and her family and her cousin came up and her cousin's wife is reading the book and we're like, Oh, did you read the pussy book? And you read the pussy book. Oh, and you can mm-hmm. see her husband. Who's like my mom and dad's age, which is early seventies. He's mm-hmm. like, can I say pussy? I know I can say it with my wife, but can right. I say that? Cause there's that feeling out. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, no, so you could say pussy. You don't like- want to offend someone. I still do that where I'm like, okay. Like I even catch myself wanting to say the word and then stopping like then like not saying it powerfully because I'm like wait can I say that to this person you know I'm like pussy pussy and then you know then I'm like pussy (laughs) you know um yeah but I did teach Kingston uh because he I taught him penis and vagina when he was learning about body parts and then when he started saying pussy and I was like do you know what that is you know and you know, cause I want to teach him, like, if you're using a word, I want you to know what yeah. you're saying. And he's like, no. And I, and so I told him, I was like, a pussy is another word for vagina that women have. And he was like, oh, <laughs> you know, he gets like all embarrassed. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I remember my brother used to call me a prick oh. and I was like, do you even know what that is? And he's yeah. like, yeah. I'm like, what you, I'm like, no, <laughs> do you really know what that is? And he's yeah. like, no, what? And I'm like, it's, a penis, but like a dick. And he's like, oh, and then he like, <laughs> then of course he's like, yeah, you are, you are a prick. You're, a prick. <laughs> You're such a prick. <laughs> oh my God. That's funny. Uh, um, is there any, okay. Well, what's the other thing we're going to talk well, about? I wanted to share about the books that had me. So like, if you follow me on Instagram, I share like every week, uh, whatever phase, like either I was just in or I'm in, I share more about the energy and I got that inspiration from the books called love your lady landscape by lisa lister and then that was the first one i read and she also has another one called love your lady landscape check it out (laughs) check it out i love that song (laughs) my lovely lady check it out (laughs) um but then she also has red code i think that's what it's called um so she has two books about menstruation and in there she talks about the superpowers and basically the energy she calls them the superpowers of each phase um and that's where I learned basically about it for the first time ever and I started charting my cycle mm. and all of that so if you are interested in this go get either of those books or both um I read the love your lady landscape first um it's an amazing book um I'd say red coat is more scientific based you know it's more about just like the menstrual cycle whereas love really landscape is about there's mother healing stuff that shows up in there and just your energy with your pussy in general um but it also talks about uh, menstruation because she shares her story about that was kind of her awakening to how it got her to it um all the work that she does so she's awesome if you also follow her on instagram she's cool um but yeah again lisa lister lisa lister yeah (laughs) She's a like a lot. She's from yeah. She's British, so listening to the books are also really. Fun. Oh yeah, I like <laughs> listening, especially when the author. Yeah, you know one book that I really liked. It's fiction, mm-hmm. but I thought, have you ever heard of the Red Tent? Yes, I I wanted to read that. Yes, it's I, in my queue. It's one of the things. It really aligns with how you um, talk about the flow the females flow with menstruation Mm -hmm. and I was just thinking like how they would go into a tent this is like 
pre-Jesus. I'm not really sure, right. but it's a way long time ago. Very, very long time ago. Yes. <laughs> and the women were served. Like they, all that they were supposed to do is just go in. And that's where the bonding happened. Cause usually yep. we think of like, oftentimes is, especially if we look at ancient times, like women mm-hmm. bonded over birthing certain like peak moments in their life. But this was a monthly approximately mm-hmm. where they would go into a tent and that was all they were supposed to do. Like they were just menstruating and they were being fed by the men mm-hmm. and the tribes. And I want to say it was like a nomadic group. I read this like, I don't know, 10 plus years ago, but it reminds me a little bit of that coming. Cause sometimes I have a way of thinking women never had power because yeah. it's been so fucking long for me in my experience yeah. that it's, but there is power. Like I love the idea of being, served and just being in um my own space like I know I do it with Izzy like when she has her period I'm like oh boo is there anything you need right I want to take 10 to her be um but I would love to change that culturally where it is this like expectation that just like pregnancy. Mm-hmm. If I see a pregnant woman, I'm like, hey, you know, or I work with, like, do you need to, I'm not going to expect her to pick up shit and I'm not going to yeah. expect certain things. And I'm actually going to try to limit. So she, cause she's yes. fucking growing a baby. Exactly. And I think menstruating has that whisper of growing a baby. Well, yeah, to it. because again, that's why our cycles sync, do sync up, right. If we're close to women who we live around or we say we uh, like you and I work closely together. So that's why ours were for a, mm-hmm. for a little bit that that's an example of like back in the day, that's what they, why would they would sync up and then all the women would get together because we're more powerful together. But our superpower during menstruation is that we're more connected to like our psychic and intuit mm-hmm. psychic gifts and intuition. And we, during those times when they had the red tents, they would utilize it to say like, like, tap in and do we need to, this is where we need to move our tribe to, or this is where Mm -hmm. like there's danger coming or we can go get food here, you know? So they actually were kind of the visionaries of guiding the men and the rest Mm -hmm. of the group on like what needed to happen uh, for survival, you know? Yeah. I love that. I didn't know that. And yeah. Yeah. The other one on the flip side (laughs) is I like, um, I mom, I mom so hard. Mom's oh, I love hard. them. They're really funny. And they talk about anything, but even in periods, they'll talk about like, and they talk in a really raw, mm-hmm. obnoxious, fun way. Yeah. And I think that that's part of the conversation is like the sacred and the yeah. flow, like really what, you know, if women listening to this can come out of this, like, I'm going to really pay attention. What do I want? And yeah. my cravings change too. Around oh, Totally. Yeah. Right, right before my period, mm-hmm. during, and paying attention to that and not just giving it to yourself, but like letting people around you know, yeah, like what you want, how to serve you. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love, and then the, but I also love the messy part of it. It's just yeah. like, you just know, being like, yeah, like laying on the floor and like, like for me, sometimes it's like curling up in a fetal position because my cramps are so bad and just like moaning, <laughs> you know, yeah. like, and not caring who's, I'm just like, oh, I'm just, you know, and just complaining out loud. Like I'm in so much pain, you know, things like that. <laughs> and I think of how many times I've left a seat and had period, like, but, oh, I actually, oh, I didn't, did I tell you this? Yeah. I got my period last month. Mm-hmm. 
leaked because, you know, I probably leak every time. I just leaked on Monday. <laughs> and we got the, Carl got these new cushions for outdoor seating. And so we're all, we made this like charcuterie board for the kids. We're doing happy hour and chatting and I'm just comfortable. And I'm like, shit, I probably should go to the bathroom. I, I could be leaking. And then I finally, I'm like, oh, fuck it. I get up, I look down and a small spot a blood. Yeah. And I'm like, and I look at Carl, I'm like, I bled. <laughs> and he was like, oh, looked over. And then I walk <laughs> away and then Mason, his son is like, did Aaron bleed out her butt? Did like, <laughs> oh, God. so confused. Like where, right. where did this blood come from? And he knows about period loose, right? He's eight. Mm-hmm, so it's mm-hmm. like, and I, and so I come back, he's like, Aaron, you okay? Like, did it come out your butt? And I was like, <laughs> yeah. it came out my vagina. And he was just like, huh. And then I was like, <laughs> Carl's going to have to explain the rest. And I'm just like, and that is like, I remember like a few, not maybe more, five years ago, I was at a very poshy house. Yeah doing a group reading white beach oh, house no. like oh, everything's no. white now I actually didn't I was worried because I was like sitting on a white whatever so I'm like oh, I need to go to the restroom nothing like going to the restroom with your fucking purse like yeah everyone I have my period I still get like goofy about it but so I go into the bathroom I pull I'm trying to hurry I pull the tampon out I fling blood across the wall and not just blood but like lining like and I was like, oh my God, it flung and went on the uh, toilet seat, a little on the ground. And it looked like, you know, in a slasher film, like the first. Yes. Cut. Yes. And I was like, motherfucker, this better come off. Yeah. So I'm trying to manage so I don't bleed everywhere else in the bathroom. Yeah. So get another tampon, wrap it. And, t- and then you're trying to wrap oh, the tampon. No, I know. So and then I'm cleaning up and I was like, oh my God, they must think I have diarrhea in here. <laughs> and- they are like, is she trying to steal her diarrhea? Popper, <laughs> stealing, going through the cabinets. And to this day, I've never told them that I have claimed your bathroom with my DNA on your wall. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I, yeah, that, that would be difficult to own. <laughs> I, I, I have uh, so many stories. I'll give you one more. Can I give you one more? What so I was dating someone and it took us forever. He was slow to like kiss. He's like, I'm just like like a slow guy to like move it to physical. I'm like, all right, you know, yeah. that's refreshing. Um, and so finally, like fourth date, we watch a movie, we're at his house, he turns over, he kisses me. And since we've gone on four dates and nothing has happened, right? We start really kissing. I sit on his lap, I straddle his lap. We so get into it. I forgot I had my period. Mm. And then all of a sudden I'm like, you can't tell if you're having your period or you're excited. Am I wet from excited or whatever? Yeah. And then I pull away. I look down. I bled all over his crotch. Oh my God. And I'm in jeans like, and he's in jeans. Like that's how much blood is coming out of me. Dang. I go, oh my God. And I slap him on the balls and the (laughs) I'm like, don't look, I jump off his, and then I have dogs. Now his two dogs that have their head up my, my butt as I'm leaning over him, looking like I'm about to get moral sex, which is not happening. Right. And I'm like, don't look, look. And he's like, what? And he, and when I did it, he was like, oh, like I hit him so hard. (laughs) And I'm sure he's like, what the hell just happened? We were, it took us so long to make out. Now she's moving to like hurting me. Are we in? Did you guys date after that? Okay. I leaked, I leaked all over you. And I could tell, like, I don't think he knew what I meant at first. You leaked all like, 
is this... he's thinking it's like pussy juice like yeah he's like, <laughs> <laughs> not blood and i'm like okay so i'm gonna go to the bathroom but you need to like soak these pants nothing like carl's walking through <laughs> soak these pants <laughs> don't carl's heard this story <laughs> He's got his own stories. We'll let him on sometime talk about all the stuff I've done to hear, him. Yeah, I'd love to hear men's stories though. Too. Oh yeah. They're fucking great. And I'm like, go soak the pants and whatever. So, and the crazy thing is like three days later, he calls me and is like, I just don't think we're going to work out. And I'm of like, course. yeah, is it cause, and I, and I was like, okay. And then I called him back like two days after that. And I was like, is it because of the period? Like, is, are you period shaming me? <laughs> Good for you. Good for and you. Like, uh, 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 I don't right? I don't never knew what it was. He's like, nah, I just I forget what he said, but he was he said it wasn't. But I thought interesting. I think it was timing. a combination of probably the whole maybe. I don't know. It could be because yeah. I slapped him. Like I cock freaked slapped out him. and slapped him and he surprised him. And, and he I told probably him probably felt like you didn't want to like because you know, like he was kind of sl- I don't know. Who knows? Who the frick knows? But the funny part was that I told him how to get the blood out. Yeah. And his jeans so he texted me the next day. Thank you for the the tips. It all came out. Well, <laughs> yeah. Like, soak it now. Yes. Soak, soak it. Yes, exactly. You have to rinse it with cold water. Rinse it with cold water first to get it all out. And if it looks like it's gonna stain, like you got to put it like a stain remover or something on it. Or yeah. You know what else helps? Um, oh shit! What's the thing? If you, you don't want to put it on a cut because it stinks like hell, but what's the antiseptic stuff you can do? You can also put it in your ears to break. Oh, I don't know. It's liquid. It's the cleaning. I know, but I don't know. Is it what? Oh, is it like saline or? No, 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 no. no? It's... I don't know what say. I'm sorry to tell you, I don't use that oh. stuff. So. If I could think of it, there's actually something you can actually put on blood, and it will eat the blood up. It will. Oh, okay. It's like. Or well, Google Martha. Go and Google Stewart. it. Google it. People. Martha Stewart. I actually <laughs> Google it for us, and then let us know, Mel, if you're listening. <laughs> yeah, she'll tell us. What you do is it's a three step process. You scrub. I love you, Mel. You soak. We love Mel. <laughs> she always gives us feedback. Um, yeah. yeah. Okay. So do you have any practices you would like to share? Also, I don't know if this is, I know we've, this seems like it's going to be a longer episode, but I, I'm enjoying your conversation, but I know also there's something you guys do in your family, or you told me that you did for Izzy when she started her period. And I was, well, I wanted you to talk about that. Cause to me, that was like, oh my God, people actually do that. That's amazing. Celebrate it. Yeah. So when my family, um, it came from my grandma, my grandma, Claire, my mom's mom, the doucher. Um, <laughs> she, so clearly she loved her pussy, but just in the, yeah, slightly she was wrong. an Aquarius. Okay. Yeah, well, I think yeah. that's just where she came from. Probably they were like, oh yeah, this is good for you. But now we yeah. know it's not. <laughs> I'm sure she, yeah, thought it was healthy. And it's so not. she did this thing where when we, and I think she did it with my mom and then it happened with us when you got your period. So it did happen with you, you, all of you yeah. and your sister. She would okay. take us out to dinner and she would say, oh, you've become a woman. Like, nice. this is the first step. This is the step in becoming a woman. And so she would celebrate it. Yeah. And you know, you got like 12, 13 year olds, like, Ew, <laughs> well, yeah, it's awkward. Like it's awkward. And then she would tell the waiter. To- yeah. So oh, really? No was- way. She'd tell the yeah, waiter. Or my I got myself, I don't remember what I had, but I remember my sister, I think it was Susie. One of them was like, oh, it was this cute young waiter. My my grandmother is like, she just became a woman this week. And, you know, but it was like a nice dinner. It wasn't like, we're not going to like Red Robin. Like my grandmother took us to like a posh with my parents. It was her on her dinner celebrating becoming a woman. 
So, so was it just my, you, like the person or your mm-hmm. whole family? Nope. Just me. So, gotcha. and when you're just one of five kids, that's like a rarity. First of all, it's rarity. That's to go why out. I was asking. Yeah. 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 Second of all, without your siblings, without the crew. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you could order whatever you want. Usually, you know, Shirley Temple or whatever. So that was a big thing. And then my sisters and I, in some way, have kept it alive with all my nieces. When Izzy got her period, um, my mom took her out. And then my sister sent her a, uh, I think I would call it a period basket, but it was like cravings and uh, anything feminine. It was just so cute. It was just like, so random, but it was random if you didn't get your period. If you got your period, you do exactly like any woman would look at this and be like, oh, I know what this is. Yeah, yeah. And I think it shifts the conversation in our the women it's a celebration even though it has the awkward and it's messy but it's like celebrating as much as uh the individual will allow in our family yeah like my niece i think when she got her period she told my mom you can't say anything but yes you can take me out to dinner (laughs) like i'll take the food oh i would be the same i'd be like you tell the waitress or the waiter and i'm yeah like i'm I'm gonna get my period on your face yeah exactly (laughs) yeah Say Tell your dad, I'm going to do it again in your car. You better yeah. watch out. I now I am not wearing ammo. a tampon or a pad or anything. I'm free bleeding everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> and, my, and my friend Aaron showed me how to shoot t- dirty, like yeah. Yeah. <laughs> bloody tampons at people. Don't uh, worry. Yeah. I thought that was beautiful. I was like, oh my God, that's so cool. And like, if I ever have a daughter, that's something I'm going to do with her because I just, yeah. Sometimes that's why I'm like, I want another child to have a daughter to like be the mom that this is going to sound mm. terrible. I don't think my mom listens to the podcast, but if she does, this is not going to sound good. Be the mom that I never had, Yeah, <laughs> you know, well, to a daughter. And you don't, it's sometimes, you know, there's strain yeah. in your mom. Just, you have to talk about it and you can tell there's strain and that you didn't get. It's yeah. interesting because I think my mom had the same way with her mom mm-hmm. in many ways. So my grandmother was liberated in some really beautiful ways. Yeah. I think she's like Maya Angelou said it like I was not good at raising children. Mm. But I was as a, I was not a good mother of young ones. I yeah. was a great mother of adults. Mm. And I've I would say my grandmother was not a good mother of children, was okay at adults, but was great as a grandmother. Yeah. Like she shined there. Mm -hmm. And I think my mom, I think you'll probably have the same thing is had to watch my mom be better for us than she ever could be for her. Totally. And it's a hard one. It's a hard one to like accept. And I think you're in it. Yeah, definitely. And it's not that I, you know, I don't, my mom and I get along. It's like, we don't talk, you know, we're like, it's mostly surface level she thinks I'm defensive, (laughs) but I, for good reason, I am defensive. And I was, I was having this conversation yesterday is, you know, she wants to, I know she wants to repair relationships, like things that have happened in the past, but it's going to take her being the one to be vulnerable and not, you know, not expect like, okay, you have to, if I'm being defensive, you're going to have to lean into that defensiveness and ask why I'm defensive. Cause it's, I didn't just show up this way to be a bitch. Like Mm -hmm. there's reasons I've developed this guard against having vulnerable conversations with her. And she's just not at the place yet or willing to lean into that and to hear actually what I have to say, because she doesn't want to like know the impact that her behavior has had on me. So making amends, it sounds like, like she has to be in the space where it's uncomfortable and you have Mm -hmm. to own it and making amends. And then it's hard for her. 
when she can make amends, you can show up like, exactly. oh, I can trust you. Exactly. I can and trust you more and more. It's something that's built, not something right. that's given. Exactly. She's never directly done that. So anyways, mm-hmm. okay. <laughs> never thought that was going to come out today, but yes, it did. So um, <laughs> again, yes, I don't, did. I don't think she'll. They're like, really? That. Are we really worried about that? You guys just talk about flinging blood and well, I worry about it. I worry, and- I worry about like people who know me and like listening to the pod, you know, like listening to what I say and then having them say shit to me. You know what I'm saying? It's just yeah. like, I don't want to hear what people have to say because I'm going to share it. I don't care. But anyways. Okay. So I just want to share, I don't know if you have any practices. I think the, the whole celebrating yeah, the menstruation. That's my is practice. A, okay. So, um, the one I would suggest is like, I would say charting, but in a different way, because charting your period, like the, if you go on and you're like Googling, like it is not fun and it is very detailed. And I mm. wouldn't suggest doing like an actual chart that they recommend but just journal about it. So like, this is how I, for one, also the books I recommend, but um, this is how you can also see like which moon phase you're in um, during your period. So like charting for at least a month, like you start on the day one, whenever you start your period, that's day one. And then track how many days that is. And then just note, like today I felt this way. I was thinking these things. I was feeling these things. Emotionally, I was this way, right? And kind of tracked. I had these cravings. you know, my energy levels were here, just kind of tracking what it's like. And then, um, each phase, you'll see how it shows up differently. And you can also get the guide, like I said, through Lisa Lister, like, that's how I kind of saw like the guide for it. Um, but I think it also is important to notice which moon phase you're in too, because that corresponds, like, you're not going to always link up with like the full moon or new moon. Like there's in between phases too, that, that have their own powers. And so like looking up when, what, cycle or what phase you're in like what moon where the moon is at is also going to determine um maybe like what you're feeling and why so yeah Yeah. that's my practice and I think for you if you were looking at tracking to me it's like well what would you want to track like I want to take better care of myself this is a great tool to say wait Mm -hmm. how am I what is my cycle when do I feel like I need to pull Mm -hmm. back when do I want to be taken care of so I think that's a really nice, Izzy keeps track her period. She has a period app, that's of course. What, I like, was going to say, yeah, I, I use two. I she's like, journal. mom, you should get one. I'm like, eh. I, yeah, I do. It's flow is the one that I use. Um, and then I also like if you to track moon phases too. um, the, oops, the, the app I use. So I know what phase the moon is in is, is called full moon. I like that one the best I've downloaded a bunch, but it's called full moon. <laughs> Um, so full moon to track the moon phases yes. and flow app to track your period. Yes. And it'll tell you when you're ovulating too. And it shows you like, yeah. it's re- that one's really cool. Um, and you can tr- chart, like you don't have to journal it. Although I do recommend writing is more, um, I don't know. I feel like it just more tangible, like to, but if you want to do it in your phone and flow, you can, uh, track your symptoms in there and it gives mm. you that whole thing. And it, I've learned a lot through that app too. Like they just give you random information about like what phase you're in when you go in there and stuff. So, um, yeah, but I, I love that point that you made because that's when you're going to learn, like, how am I going to build my life? Like that mm. was my whole thing. I'm going to build my life around my menstrual or my business around my menstrual cycle. So like, mm. I'm not going to force myself to like see clients during my menstruation phase. If I'm not femstration phase if I'm not (laughs) if I'm not feeling it you know things like that so it helps it helps you feel more in the flow with your life yeah yeah well this is awesome thank you I love this it's so funny because I think you're such a advocate for women embracing 
their bodies, sexuality, menstruation, their cycles, everything. So I Mm -hmm. think that when you pitch the idea, like, let's do this, I was like, oh yeah, I guess we could talk about that. And then once we're talking, I'm like, oh fuck, clearly Bethany knew this is something that could go, we could really talk about in length. I mean, any woman can talk about it. How long have we been femstrating now? Like (laughs) 30, yeah. Or we know no, that's what was a conversation years. with my was mom like, and her friends last years. night. Yeah. We were like, when did you go through menopause? What? So I might, based on you, might not go like, my mom right. didn't stop getting her period till her like late 50s. Yeah. I got a good 15 years probably. Yeah, exactly. We, we bleed for a long time and go through this phase for a long time. So it's important to learn more about it and to yeah. talk about it with your, your friends. Maybe not I your fl- male friends, but. Well, yeah. <laughs> you inform them. them. That's what I was going to say. Informing. This is also helps your relationships get better because you can be like, hey, honey, I'm in my so-and-so phase. So I'm extra horny right now. So let's go. Fuck. Hubble, Hubble. I don't know. Right. Yeah, or, or, hey, I'm going to bleed in a couple of days. So that means like I need you to do these things for me. You know, so it's like you start planning around your cycle and you can communicate it. Men are going to love that shit. They're going to be like, oh, she's telling me like what to yeah. expect. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I love that. That it's predictable. <laughs> totally. Yeah. And why you're shoving tampons or pads in their car and their glove compartment, yes. or I'm like, yes. you always just, just talk about it. Around. This talk you about your, me. yeah. Talk about your periods with everyone, anyone and everyone who will listen. <laughs> and then for those of you remember, join our book club Untamed by Glennon Doyle. Yes. It launches in a couple weeks or a week. And it's going to be fabulous. It's going to be fun. And I think that's it. So if you like us, invite other people to listen. Yeah. Yes. We are growing. We are growing and we would like to grow more and reach Mm -hmm. people who really connect to our content. So yeah, yeah, you can follow Aaron on Instagram at the real Aaron Pruitt. Oh my God. I almost fucked it up. (laughs) You have, you can do it. And then, okay, good. And then uh, uh, me at M- Empowering Authenticity. And then um, Aaron's website is AaronPruitt.com. And I am EmpoweringAuthenticity.com. So, yeah, find us there yeah. and tag us if you're talking about your menstrual cycle. Yeah, we want to know. Me. I, I want to know. I would love I that. do too. Tell I literally posted. Stories. Yeah, I posted uh, my picture of my period panties on Instagram for y'all. Okay, but I'm going to go look at when it. When you're listening to it, it's not going to be there. So. <laughs> You might just have to repost. But you know what? The day that we launch this, which will be next week on the, what? The 28th, I will repost that picture. (laughs) Or that post. Oh, I see. Yeah. Aren't they cute? Yeah. I mean, I'll be honest. They're not cute. Well, they're not bad. Like I like those. I love high-waisted shit. And Uh I can wear them with like, I don't know, with my leggings. And Mm. it's comfortable. I don't know. It also like tucks in my tummy. (laughs) (laughs) like them okay all right bye everyone bye